right, yo, here we go. Uh, UFC 284. I'm going to talk about the two co-mains. We got the lightweight champ, Islam Makachev against, or Makachev against Alexander Volkanovsky, the featherweight champ, the 145 pounder against 155. We got the number one, Alex Volkanovsky, the number one pound for pound fighter in the, in the, um, in the UFC right now. And number two is Islam. So uh, yeah, the schizo jits here. I'm going to break those two fights down. Um, so, uh, oh yeah, sponsored by body armor. <laughs> Not really, but you know, Sorry, Jake Paul, UFC. I haven't tried that prime shit yet, but I heard nothing but bad things about it. So, uh, yeah, anyway, this fight came about after Islam thoroughly and really just dominated Charles Oliveira to get the lightweight belt. And uh, it was already kind of slated that Alexander was going to fight the winner of that fight, so he jumped up in the cage after. And you, right away, of course, you could see the size difference. Islam's huge. You know what I mean? Compared to, I mean, I mean, he's huge compared to uh, to Volk. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like what's going to happen here? You know, like um, this this fight, I mean, I think like 95% of people are picking Islam to just basically dominate this fight and just take, a, take him down, take down Volk, and he's not going to be able to have an answer for it. But it's, I think maybe the only couple, the only people that are actually picking Volk are people that train with him. You know, people that mess with Volk, people that are working with him, people that see he has Craig Jones in his camp, who's uh, like one of the best BJJ guys out there in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. But I just don't think you could bring in anybody that can emulate, like unless you're bringing in some Dagestani wrestlers. I don't think there's anybody you could emulate that. I mean, for before I get into a pick, I mean, it's like what are the ways that Volk can win this fight? Can he win? Of course he can win. That's a fight. Anything can happen. And the guy used to walk around at 220 pounds as a rugby player. He's as tough as they come. You know, like Brian Ortega had him in some deep submissions, and he wasn't able to finish him. You know, so Volk is a beast. Don't get me wrong. He's a little juggernaut. He is strong as shit, you know. Um, and, I mean, he's huge for 145, obviously, and that's like why I think he's testing his – he's getting his feet wet at 55. But this guy he's fighting – Islam, on the other hand, he's a huge 55er. He's a huge lightweight. I mean, he could probably go uh, welterweight easily. I mean, he looks like he has a tough weight cut. And that's one thing that could come into play is if Islam does have, I don't think he'll have a bad weight cut, but you only have 24 hours instead of like the usual, like maybe 30, 36 hours to rehydrate. And that could play, come into effect maybe as far as you're in Australia. I mean, you're around another part of the world. You're not used to fighting at a different time, all that, but... I don't know. They're so professional over there, and they got their shit together as far as the camp. But also, like I put on the thumbnail, like Khabib is not going to be in his corner for this one. I don't know if that matters, you know, because, I mean, they pretty much train together like their whole lives and all that. So they're going to do what they do, you know. But it could be a factor, you know what I mean? You might need to have that comfort. This is a huge stage. Islam, obviously, he already had a title fight and passed out with flying colors. He ran through Charles Oliveira pretty easily and submitted him and a lot of people were thinking okay well you could submit Charles Oliveira he's a black belt you know uh and he's has the most submissions in the UFC himself but he's also been tapped too you know and I just think that Volk obviously there's not a lot of wrestling in uh Australia you know he he brought in uh Craig Jones who's one of the best BJJ guys which and he's huge you know he's a big guy so I mean to kind of emulate that and I think what I seen from the open workouts earlier I don't know if you guys watched it I seen that he was. They've been working on a lot of leg locks, heel hooks, stuff like that. Volk pulling guard, 
maybe going straight for a heel hook. And that's one thing while Craig Jones pointed out that Sambo guys don't really like the uh, like leg locks too much. You know, they might have some knee bars and stuff like that, but it's more upper body. It's more like wrestling judo with some, you know, like a little hint of jujitsu or splash. Cause I mean, I don't know. I think they're training for everything though. I don't, it's going to be tough for Volk. I mean, he's got an uphill battle, but, but to his credit, he says he's always a smaller guy. He's always a little guy. So, I mean, I mean, so it's, is it really that big of a disadvantage? The size, you know, he has a longer reach by an inch or so, but for being a shorter guy, but I mean, he, if every, if you fight your whole, he hasn't fought his whole life, but you know, I mean, his whole fighting career, he's only lost one fight. I know he's won like whatever, 22 and one, whatever his record is. Unbelievable. Beat everybody at featherweight. The two goats before him. I think he gets a couple of other title defenses. There's going to be no argument. He's going to be the goat at featherweight. If he has a couple more fights there, if he could still make the weight. But um, what I'm saying is he's used to fighting. He's always a smaller guy. You know, he's every single guy he fights is going to be bigger than him. So, I mean, if he could, if he has that mindset, he has that unbreakable mindset. You got to love Volk. Like, I'm a fan. I'm, I mean, actually rooting for Volk to win this fight just because I always go for the underdog for one. But uh, I just love his freaking energy and his personality. And, like, he could be a great motiva- motivational speaker, you know, just because he's just always positive, always that. He really believes in himself. And you got to have that, you know, as a fighter, as anything, you know, as to be a champion like he is. He is definitely a champion. He's pound for pound one. And, you know, Islam's number two, which is kind of weird because he barely got the title and he's already number two. And he hasn't fought, even himself, he hasn't fought a lot of wrestlers himself. Sarukian was one, a good example, was really good. Uh, Bobby Green has a wrestling background, but he took that on short notice. But he pretty much ran through everyone except for like Sarukian. But his last fight fights have been finishes, submissions. I mean, and I don't know. I just think at this point, I definitely you have to favor Islam. I mean, not, I mean, everyone's saying like 70, 30, you know, like he just, there's like no accounting Volk out. I think it's going to be a lot tougher fight than people are giving Volk credit for because he is so damn tough and he is a little tree trunk. And also just being a limbs, I was rolling, I did a uh, no-gi class a couple weeks ago. We'll do one tonight again. But uh, I went with a little guy like that and like, yeah, I was be able to do a lot of things with him, but it was really tough because he had they have no limbs. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mean no limbs, but short. You know, they got shorter arms. It's hard to get arm bars on them. It's hard to even get on their legs. And that's the one thing I was thinking Khabib likes and uh, Islam. They like to kind of figure forward the legs just to kind of inch their way up the body as they're controlling after they get the takedown. Lower center of gravity, smaller. I mean, it's going to be harder to get in on them and even submit them, but... I just think it's the next level. It's only a matter of time, in my opinion, before Islam does. I mean, he's going to take him down. You know, is he going to be able to have the cardio to take him down over and over and over again for five rounds? I mean, he's shown that he can like constantly take down, like he can constantly go for takedowns and drag people down. And then just, if they get up, drag him right back down. I mean, they can't, the Dagestanis, the way they train, it's, it seems like that's, they have cardio for days. You never really see Khabib slow down. Like, and the one thing I was noticing, because, like, in the open workouts and everything, or one of the things that was that Islam is not, he's more methodical, he's more patient, and it is more about control, getting to the position and inching your way to make it until people panic or make a mistake, and then that's when he takes over or it gets a submission. Volk's more like everything I was seeing that he's been working on is more explosive movements, you know, picking up people, slamming them, 
you know, being super fast and using a lot of strength and energy. And he's shown an awesome gas tank. And all, he's had so many five-round wars, Max Holloway, dominated the last one, made it look a lot easier. Uh, but is he going to be able to, like, do stuff like that? and not zap his tank. I mean, I don't want to see him picking up Islam and slamming him and over and over again doing that because you're going to gas yourself no matter what good shape you're in. I mean, Islam's going to have put up a good fight as well. He's going to be huge in there. You know what I mean? He's he's a huge fucking lightweight. He could be at welterweight easily. So, I mean, I mean, you know, and maybe Volk could too, you know, because he is huge. He probably walks around a lot of weight. He's so thick. He's a little tank. I say he's a little juggernaut. I mean, he's a beast. Uh, technically, like pound for, I could see why he's number one, and I think he is overall better rounded than Islam. But Islam has like the wrestling, and that is just that much above pretty much everybody. I mean, I don't see anyone stopping Islam. So I mean, I, I mean, my picks definitely. I, I'm going for Islam, but I mean, I'm not going for him, but I'm picking Islam, and I'm not sure. I think it's going to be a submission. I, I think he said he wants to go for a knockout. I don't see. I think if it does go five rounds, I could picture Volk. That means that he was able to keep it on the feet, or or when he does get taken down, get right back up, or maybe go for some submissions and make it ugly so that they do stand up more. And I could see him maybe outpointing Islam. You know, I think Islam's uh, um, his stand up's a little underrated. Like his left kick, his left high kick, or body kick even is really nice, and I think that could come into play as uh, Volk kind of changes levels a bit if he is trying to change levels. And Islam could hit him with a kick, could be, because for Islam, it's easier for him to just kind of let his his uh, striking flow because he's not worried about the takedown. That's where he wants to go. But with Volkanovski, he, he tends to throw a lot of leg kicks, and Brian Ortega was able to catch that leg kick, take him down. That's how he got him down. Chad Mendez was able to take him down with just some some nice wrestling, but just kind of ch- turning the corner, changing directions on him and, and powering in and, and, you know, just kind of just driving and exploding and taking him down that way, you know, ultimately uh, Volk beat him, but he's going to have to keep getting back up. I mean, he's going to have to try, try to make it so tough for Islam to hold him down and keep him down that Islam is forced to stand with him for, I'm not, obviously Islam's going to take him down and control some of the fight there, but if, if he could make it difficult and, and the majority of the fight is standing, then he does have a chance in that way. I don't see him finishing Islam at all, unless he can, you know, he's been working with Craig Jones. If he can get a heel hook or something like that and maybe get him to submit that way, but I just, I just don't see it. I just feel like I'm not saying they're so unbeatable on the ground, but they are dominant and strong and controlling and they don't really I'm talking about Dagestanis when I say they but they're not really they don't make a lot of mistakes because they're not going out there wild like Khabib he would come after the takedowns really wild like running at you almost like guys are running for their lives against Khabib you know like he was just chasing them down dive in and just take them down you know whatever it took you know uh, Islam doesn't really have that style it's more a little more like I said technically sound more calculated I guess not so raw aggression just coming after you like, like fucking Michael Myers or something, just chasing you down. Like he was, he kind of just takes his time once he gets that takedown. But he had this judo too is nice. So yeah, he, they know how to, he knows how to use the trips really well. You know, when he does get the upper body or the body lock. So, I mean, it's going to be a, it's like I said, it's an uphill battle for Volk. I mean, I'm rooting for him because like I want him to win. I just don't see it happening, but and you never know. I mean, there's been bigger upsets. I don't think it's the biggest upset in history. I mean, Islam is relatively, I won't say unproven because he's he lost one fight against Adriano Martins, who hits like a truck. 
and explosive. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that was just, he got caught. That was it. Nine times out of 10, he beats Martins easily. You know, he, like, makes it look easy anyway. You know, he got caught. You know, that guy had striking. His striking wasn't as as good as it is now either. You know, he was basically a Sambo, two-time Sambo world champion, and then, you know, got into MMA and, you know, his wrestling and everything. So, been training with Khabib forever. Got trained by uh, Khabib's dad. So, I mean, definitely, I mean, Islam's a huge freaking favorite. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, Islam has everything. He has way more to lose in this fight than Volk. Volk moving up to 55 to challenge himself. He doesn't lose much here. I mean, he will lose his pound-for-pound pound ranking, but he, he he still will be the featherweight champ, so he could always go back there and defend that belt. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm excited to see this fight. The whole card is kind of, it's not, it's not, they don't have the biggest names. I mean, I think Jimmy Crute's on the, the first fight on the main. Uh, Randy Brown's in there, the, the Coco main. But, I mean, there's not, like, really a lot of name value in these fights. But I'm so excited. Just for the last, the, the two co-main, the co-main and the main event are enough to get me wanting to freaking watch this fight. I've been excited to it. Saw them working open workouts. I got in here to the garage, started training, hitting the bags, and yeah, I'm ready to go. You know, I mean, I'm I'm ready to watch these fights. But uh, so I, yeah, I got a guy Islam. I mean, I don't see him like I said winning a decision. I think maybe a second or third round submission. I could see Islam either if he gets a choke. I think if he had the same chokes that Brian Ortega, those same positions, I think he finishes that fight just because he's a little bit bigger, a little stronger. Like Brian Ortega might be dangerous, a little more dangerous, and he's a jiu-jitsu master himself, but I feel like uh, Islam's just a little different animal. And the way he finished Charles, I mean, he rocked Charles first on the feet. So, I mean, it's kind of, once you're rocked, I mean, your gas tank zap. I mean, he and Olivera tapped immediately. But I think that was due to the fact that he was still hurt. And, I mean, you're just a little discombobulated. And then all of a sudden you're in a submission. And and the squeeze has to be crazy. The pressure, you know, of Islam. I mean, you could just tell everybody, you know, he puts it on. So that's the one thing. I mean, let me know what you guys think on that. I think, Like I said, I think 95% of people, every every little prediction show, every, you know, picks. I've obviously, the only people I see picking Volk are his teammates and people that train with him or whatever. And, I mean, like I said, I'm a fan. Like, I, I became a big fan. I was like, damn, after he beat Max Holloway the last time and just the way he did it, and, you know, Korean zombie, I mean, he's just doing, he beat everybody already, you know I mean? He hasn't faced a lot of wrestlers, though, and that's that's the thing. And this is, like, top-notch wrestler, so who, you know, doesn't care. He'll take you down all fight. So it's just going to be, I think, if Islam could do that, if he could implement his game plan, for five rounds, I don't know if he has. Does he have the cardio to do that? If can he take constantly take Volk down? Is Volk gonna be able to keep getting back up? You know, like I said, the smaller limbs. He, you know, might he's not gonna be able to. But like Islam's not like a power double type guy or or just shoot like an ankle pick low single guy. They got like they like to get the body lock, get you up against the cage, use some trips, stuff like that to take you down and drag you down basically. So I mean, that's so that kind of negates the fact that. You know, he's so much smaller, but Alexander, like Volkanovski has one of the highest fight IQs. You could tell he could make adjustments between rounds within the round. Look how he adjusted against Max. I mean, Max has looked good against mostly everybody, you know, being able to just put a pace on him and just volume where people can't keep up with it. You know, almost like a, a Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz, but just a little bit more pop to it. Maybe just a little more, you know, a lot more volume, I should say. 
So, I mean, I feel like, you know, Volk was able to do that. Like, instead of just getting overwhelmed by it, he was meeting fire with fire and making Max pay for throwing a shot or doing whatever. And his faint game's good, you know what I mean? He, he knows how to get in there and get people, reactions out of people and do all that. So, I mean, he definitely has a chance to win. I mean, I think he has a better chance than a lot of people say. I think it's going to be a closer fight than, like, against Oliveira. I don't think he's just going to run through Volkanovski in that way just because his mindset is too fucking strong for one. He's, he's like, an unbreakable mindset. You know, seriously. I mean, we'll see, you know, if he has the cardio to keep getting back up and for five rounds, you know. So, I mean, if he could do that and just keep up the pace and keep changing it up and keep it on the feet longer than a lot of people think, then then he has a chance to win a decision. I don't see him finishing um, Islam unless it is some type of heel hook that he pulls out. You know, he's in guard or something and just goes for a heel hook from there, you know, because I don't see him taking down Volk, I mean, uh, Islam, unless, I mean, if he tries to pick him up and slam him and all that, I mean, he, that might be good for one, but I don't see, he's not going to have the wrestling uh, tactics or just technical ability to hold Islam down. I mean, there's just no way. That guy's going to get up. You take him down, he's going to get right back up. And and now you just expended all that energy trying to take him down. So I just, we'll see if uh, what that game plan is with Folk. I mean, he's going to have to mix it up. You can't just be one-dimensional against a guy like Islam. There's no way you could come in and just, I'm going to just stay on the feet and that. No, you got to know everything. So so I hope he's working his defense. I mean, he has to be. I mean, you know, he looks in amazing shape. Of course, both these guys are in great shape, train their asses off. So it's going to be a great fight as long as it, you know, whatever happens, it's going to be good. I'm excited. And that brings us to the co-main who, you know, Yair Rodriguez, who look at that fight with him and Max Holloway, his last, what was that, two, a couple fights ago. But uh, uh, so we got, yeah, that was an amazing fight. That sh- that really showcased right there. That turn, he turned Max Holloway into a wrestler with his striking. So that fight right there is, I think, even more exciting for me because Josh Emmett's good. I like Josh Emmett. He's got good, he's got good power, good hands. He could probably knock out anybody in that division. Um, <laughs> but Yair has a hell of a chin you know, he's got that Mexican fucking chin you know so it's like he, he could take a lot of damage and you know against Max he took a lot of damage but he throws a shitload of kicks too and I think he's a little he's a lot more rangier than uh, Emmett Emmett like has obviously has better wrestling being an alpha male all that you know his wrestling background but just fell in love with his hands. He has power. So you don't really see him implement the wrestling so much. And maybe that's a cardio thing. I don't know. But maybe he just likes to knock people out and bring that. So either way, there's no way that's just a boring fight. Yair, I don't think he's ever been in a boring fight because he's coming. He's throwing kicks, teaks, spinning back kicks to the body, leg kicks. He's constantly throwing kicks and striking, period. I mean, he knocked out Koreans down with a freaking back up elbow, you know, which you know, was last second freaking Hail Mary shot and landed and basically killed, you know, Korean zombie. I don't think his chin's been the same since, and he's just been taking up with damage ever since and, and losing. But I like zombie, but, you know, it kind of sucks that he went two years of the military in his prime. It kind of got taken away, you know, after he fought uh, Aldo. Because I, I, he, he was doing well against Aldo somewhat. He's just not busy enough, like if he could have turned it up a little more. But then he had the freak injury. Where he got, I think it was a shoulder separated or dislocated shoulder. And then Aldo was able to just to finish it, obviously, with that. And so, I mean, he could hang with the best. But, I mean, yeah, Yair made that. Man, that was a good fight. Actually, I think Zombie was winning that fight even because it was just a fucking war. Like, every fight Zombie's in is a war. That's how he got his name, just for able to walk forward and take damage and keep coming. And Yair, I mean, he's just more highlight real. 
he's just you know, unpredictable. You can't really train for like a Yair because he just does a little bit of everything. He's that skinny ass guy, but hard ass hit strikes and just pinpoint accuracy and and uh and just volume. Like he throws a lot of volume himself. For being like a an explosive type striker, like the way he throws a lot of like like a lot of movement in his striking game. He he still is a pretty high volume guy himself. Like just constantly touching you with something, just you know, takes to you know front kicks to the body, leg kicks, spinning attacks, elbows, punches, good boxing. You know, he's in. He could stand right there in the pocket. He's like right in front of you, and he has a good chin. Could take damage. Good cardio. So I mean, on that fight, I mean, I don't. I'm kind of. I'm favoring. Uh, uh, Yair on that one. I think I'm picking Yair just because of the chin factor. Like, I'm not, it's kind of hard to say, like, Josh Evan don't have a chin. He's only lost twice. You know, and one was against Jeremy Stevens, which was kind of like that weird, like, was it a not cheap shot, but late hit or whatever it was where he was downed or whatever. He knocked him out cold, but that's Jeremy Stevens. You know, that guy has power. He can knock out anybody. You know, he could probably knock out a freaking rhino. You know what I mean? So he has power. So, I mean, that's nothing to, you can't like okay you lot you got knocked out by you know by by a little heathen you know Jeremy Stevens I mean that fool has power so Emmett also has power and he was doing well in that fight as well he had fucking Stevens rock I mean so it's definitely gonna be that type of fight a war you know he just lost the he just uh, beat, uh, beat Cater Calvin Cater which was a close fight honestly I I thought Cater wanted a little but I feel like he was he was just he just throws a lot of jabs a lot. And he was landing, and he kind of he mangled uh, Emmett's face. Emmett landed definitely was throwing a winging a lot of shots. He throws a lot of looping, you know, uh, you know, overhands and just a lot of hooks and stuff like that. You know, Yair's more I think like a direct pinpoint accuracy, straight shooter, straight shots. You know, like more, you know, more precision I would say. And uh, I just feel like he's gonna get to the punt, and he's a little longer, rangier with his kicks and with his just his arms period just as so i feel like he'll be able to like catch emmett a little bit more you know and be able to take emmett's power or roll with it and make him pay with it and the kicks are huge you know like body kicks are fucking huge now i don't think i've ever really seen anyone attack emmett to the body like that because he has such big power you don't want to get you know you want to leave yourself open for a, a huge counter that Emmett likes to throw, but um, I still feel that I think Ayahir is going to be able to, I think the chin's what's going to win it. You know, he's going to be able to stand in the pocket and just be able to take some shots a little bit better. I mean, you don't want to stand there and just take a shitload of shots from Emmett. Obviously, I don't think he, anyone could do that, but I feel like he will be, be able to make Emmett pay as well. And I think his chin will hold up a little better. Nothing to take away from Emmett. Emmett's a fucking beast. I like Emmett. I mean, he's never in a boring fight either. I mean, these both these guys are entertaining. That's why this has got to be fight of the night. I'm just, you know, and it's for the the belt, so, or interim belt. So, I mean, which is kind of weird. Like, you're going to have an interim belt. Like, Volk's been active. He's been fighting everybody. He cleaned up, kind of cleared out the division. So, other than these two guys, you know, so, I mean, so... I, I feel like Yair does match up a little bit better with Volk as well, just because he's rangier. But I could also see Volk, you know, maybe able to even take him down. I mean, Max Holloway was able to take him down and kind of out-wrestle him a little bit. After He did have a foot injury, you know, from all the kicking he was doing in that fight. But even Emmett, I feel Emmett just comes out and I'm going to try to wrestle this guy. But for five rounds, I don't feel like Emmett. I think Emmett would rather save his energy to try and knock out Yair other than just wrestling because you could gas yourself out in wrestling, you know, so 
if you're just constantly getting takedowns or trying to get takedowns and then you you know you gas yourself out and then be open to getting knocked out and yeah here's dangerous pretty much all five rounds he's just dangerous the whole time he's in there he's gonna be everything he throws he's just oh it's always an element of danger there with him like you could get hit with something big and from any angle you know not just winging punches and you know overhands and hooks so yeah looking forward to this just these two fights so honestly like i'm not saying i'm not you know in all respect to him i'm not a I guess I'm kind of turning into a casual, but no, nah, not really. But I'm thinking um, I just, these are the two these are the two best fights. I mean, with all the stakes, you know, it would have been cool if uh, we would have got Robert Whitaker. Originally, it was Whitaker versus uh, Paulo Costa, but uh, that fell through. So that, you know, now now Whitaker's talk. they're talking about, uh, uh, who's it, Kamza called out Whitaker. He's like, I like the guy, I respect him, but I still want to fight him. So, I mean, I think, I think right now Kamza's at that point where he just wants to fight anybody and nobody wants to fight him. There's been rumors he's supposed to fight Kobe. The only, I mean, Bilal does want to fight him, and for whatever reason, I don't hear Kamza saying, oh, yeah, I'll take Bilal because he's ahead of him in the rankings. I'm not sure, but, I mean, I'm not sure what that's about. But uh, I would like to see that fight even, you know. Especially with Bilal training with the Dagestanis and all that up in his wrestling game going against Kamzat, I mean, it would be cool. But I think Kamzat calling out Whitaker is kind of showing, too, that maybe he doesn't want to even make 70 anymore, like 170. Last time he missed it by, like, eight pounds. <clears throat> he said he could have made the weight. Who knows, maybe. But they pulled the plug on him, like, because he was, you know, whatever. For whatever reason, they must have thought he wouldn't have been at his best. And he might have had Kevin Holland. Yeah, I get it. But at 185, I mean... I can see him doing a lot of good things there, too. I mean, other than Bo Nickel, I don't see anyone really, like, out-grappling him in any way. So um, that's that would be way in the future, though, because Bo Nickel's barely up and coming, too. You know, if he keeps on his winning ways, and he'll be up there. You got Alex Pajaya comes at 185, which kind of like the same thing, though. Pajaya drop you down from 225. You know, who knows how long he's even going to stay at 185. Maybe after this out-of-signing fight, maybe one more fight, and then probably go back, go up to 205, challenge for that belt, depending on the matchup, obviously. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, some of you guys think I got. So, yeah, I definitely. So, in the co-main, I have Yair. I have Yair. I'm going to have to say by a, a finish, by a TKO or knockout. And fuck, I'm thinking third, third roundish. You know, he's gonna land something huge. Third, I'm thinking around mid fight, and I'm kind of going the same way with Islam. I'm picking Islam, but more like a submission. I'm thinking second or third round submission, maybe another arm triangle or or a rear naked choke or something like that. Some type of choke. I don't see him like getting those arms. You know, like an arm bar barely even has arms. You know, a little. Well, actually, has longer arms <laughs> than Islam, but. This is, he's so compact and strong, you know, he might be able to, and he'll probably be able to muscle out of some some stuff, you know, but you're going to use a lot of energy doing that as well. I was thinking he's going to be in more danger than he could actually put Islam in, other than a heel hook or something. I don't see him, like, knocking out Islam. He has been knocked out, you know, like I said, Adrian or Martinez, but that guy's a big puncher, and Volk hasn't really been finishing people like that, so... I mean, he's fast and he's quick, just enough to make you change your game plan and keep you honest with your your game. But I don't see him knocking out Islam, you know, or TKO even. Decision, I see if if he's not down three rounds and nothing, you know, after three rounds, then there's a possibility. If he could at least get a round in in the first three, that may be his cardio, and that means that he is surviving and he's kind of taking away Islam's best weapons and implementing his, you know, so 
if, if that happens and I can see him winning a decision, but I don't see him like, I don't know. I don't want to say he don't have a chance. Obviously he does. He's a beast, but I just feel like Islam's going to be, he's going to be too much for him. He's over. He's just, his wrestling is just ridiculous. And his control. I mean, yeah. And his confidence himself. I mean, look, he's training with killers. I mean, they all have that mentality. Like it don't even matter. I don't think it matters. Like Khabib's not going to be in his corner. I don't know if that's going to matter so much because he, I mean, these guys train together and they just do what they do. It's not like they ha you don't know what they're going to do. They have a, a specific game plan and style of fighting that they always do. You know, it's just that style is what they do. So it's not like you need to make so many adjustments, but this might be a fight. If Volk can do something to make him make those adjustments, then we'll see. Then we'll see, okay, who really is the best or maybe we'll see a chink in that armor. But uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I got Islam and I got Yair. So, I mean, that's that's who I'm going with. Um, Schizo Jitsu here. Follow me, Twitter. Right now, I'm actually, I got fucking temporarily banned <laughs> for like a week. You know, I was saying something about pedophiles, something that, yeah, public castration would change it and whatever that violated it. So, yeah, I'm off on there, but, but I'm still there. Um, you know, I think I have a couple more days. <laughs> Instagram, it's Schizo Jitsu. Same thing with Twitter. And uh, check out other, it's kind of like a, I got When the Smoke Clears. It's kind of another podcast where I'm just kind of doing uh, conspiracy and world news. You know, I talk about things like that. When the Smoke Clears, look for that. It's another YouTube channel. I only got a couple videos up now. But uh, yeah, I talk about different stuff there and then MMA. But uh, here we go. Let's do it. UFC 284. Who are you guys picking? Who's going to win it? And, uh, oh, shit. There we go. UFC 284. Who wins? I, like I said, I got my two. On the two mains anyway. All right. I think that's it. I'm out. Peace.